Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Given Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we are focusing on the topic, I will rejoice, based on our reading of Psalm chapter 21, verses 1 to 3. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. The king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, and in thy salvation how greatly shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart's desire, and hast not withholden the request of his lips. For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness, thou setteth a crown of pure gold on his head. When we pray to the Lord, we should rejoice when he answers our prayers. Our rejoicing should not result from the type of answer that we receive from the Lord. We should rejoice simply because the creator of the universe heard our prayers and provided an answer to our petition. This is exactly what the psalmist David did in Psalm chapter 21 verses 1 to 3. And I quote, the king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, in thy salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart's desire, thou hast not withholden the request of his lips. For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. Thou setteth a crown of pure gold on his head. Here we see David rejoicing in the salvation of the Lord. You see, my friend, that joy which wells up in our heart does not come from our intellect. The joy that wells up in our heart does not come from any ability within our, our minds to create that joy. This joy that we have in our soul comes from what the Lord has done in our heart. You see, my friend, until we have an encounter with the Lord and we get to understand how wonderful and marvelous he is we will not go and do whatever we want to do and our hearts will be bubbling bubbling up with joy this joy that David refers to in this passage of scripture is a joy that only God can give the strong concordance defined the word joy as to rejoice be glad here David is reminding us that the joy and rejoicing that, that fills our soul come from the strength of the Lord. David used that similar word at the end of the text to further his point that joy he speaks about comes from the Lord. Let us look at what the word rejoicing means. The strong concordance defined the word rejoicing as to rejoice, extol, be glad. So, no matter how good we feel about ourselves and our abilities, only God can place within our heart the joy that bubbles over and over into the lives of others. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, he made the following statement, and I quote, David here speaks for himself in the first place professing that his joy was in God's strength and in his salvation and not in the strength or success of his armies. 
He also directs his subjects herein to rejoice with him and to give God all the glory of the victories he had obtained and with all an eye to Christ of whose triumph over the powers of darkness David's victories were but shadows. 1. They here congratulate the king on his joy and concur with him in them. Verse 1. The king rejoices. He uses to rejoice in thy strength. And so do we. What pleases the king pleases us. 2 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 36. Happy the people, the character of whose king it is, that he makes God's strength, his confidence, and God's salvation, his joy, that is pleased with all the advancement of God's kingdom and trust God to bear him out in all he does for the service of it. Our Lord Jesus, in his great undertaking, relied upon him from heaven and pleased himself with the prospect of that great salvation which he was thereby to work out. Number two, they gave God all the praise of those things which were the matter of their king's rejoicing. A, that God had heard his prayer, that thou hast given him his heart's desire, the very thing they begged God for him. Note, God's gracious returns of prayer do in a special manner require our humble returns of praise when god gives to christ the heathen for his inheritance give him to see his seed and accept his intercession for all believers he give him his heart's desire b that god had surprised him with favor and much outdone his expectation Thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. All our blessings are blessings of goodness and are owing not at all to any merit of ours, but purely and only to God's goodness. But the psalmist here reckons it in a special manner, obliging that these blessings were given in a preventing way. This fixed his eyes enlarge his soul and endear his God as one expresses it. When God's blessings come sooner and prove richer than we imagine, when they are given before we prayed for them, before we were ready for them, nay, when we feared the contrary, then it may be truly said that he prevented us from them. Nothing indeed prevented Christ, but to mankind never was any favor more preventing than our redemption by Christ and all the blessed fruits of his meditation. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to surrender every year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that he can place within us joy unspeakable and full of glory.
Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word today and the reminder that, Lord, we need to rejoice in every circumstance. Be with us to the remainder of today, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.